Welcome to the Cruise Coaching Podcast, a podcast where we talk about individualized soccer training and all of the hot topics in the world of soccer. Today, I hope you are ready to learn, grow, grind, and discuss and become a better coach and a better player. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome to the Cruise Coaching Podcast. And as you guys can see, we have a special guest at the one and only Jaden Shaw. Jaden, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Jaden and I go way back, <laughs> way back. All the way back. All the way back, yeah. So it's really um, good to have you on, Jaden. Um, it's going to be a fun conversation that we're going to have. This podcast should be about, I don't know, roughly 20, 30 minutes for the, for the most. And um, and we're about to have some fun. You ready, Jay? Yeah. Okay, so Jay, we're going to ask you a, a, a series of questions just to kind of see what you've been up to and all that and how is life as a professional, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I think the first question that I have for you, Jaden, I would like to know, like, um, tell us a little bit about your journey of becoming <clears throat> a professional soccer player, especially at a young age. Um, I would say it... I mean, my roots come from playing futsal and basically everything technical. Um, I played futsal for about six years, six, seven years, just like strictly. Um, and then I would go, and then I started easing into outdoor and then I finally went full outdoor. And then, um, yeah, so I was doing that. I was doing a lot of skills training with cruise and I was doing um CLE also and I was yeah basically just like training my butt off um <laughs> during my three days and whatnot and then I um was unfortunate to tear my ACL in 2021 and then um I came back in like seven months and then I got the opportunity to train with the Washington Spirit and I was with them for seven months, and then I was able to join the league and play for San Diego Wave. So that's where okay, I am now. So, okay, okay. So I wanted to kind of dive a little bit more into that same question. Um, at what age did you, like, start playing futsal? Um, I started playing futsal when I was about six. And okay. um, at that point, it was just like they were just doing camps, and then – when I was about seven, then they started a residency program. So we would go to school until 12 and they would pick us up and they would take us to training and we'd be in training for about four or five hours. And then that's what we did every single day. And then on the weekends, we would have games and tournaments and and occasionally we would um, go to Brazil and we would train in Brazil. I would train with the girl side um, by myself and then the boys would go train with the boys Santos team. And then, um, yeah, so I was about nine when we were doing that. And then we would have tournaments in like Orlando at the um, ESPN place. And, and we won that, I think once uh, I won it with the girls um, once I think I won it with the boys too and then we that was a tough tournament and then <laughs> went to Barcelona um, 
and we and we played there and we didn't do that well but we played against Barcelona so that was sick um and then I stopped playing around like 12 13 ish that sounds like a lot. So would you like um, say that futsal is like the the biggest part of your development or or like, you know? I would say it's like my base foundation. Like mm-hmm. I feel like my technical ability and the way that I see the game is basically off of how I grew up playing futsal. It's <clears> like... <throat> super fast pace, like you have to be super smart. Movement is definitely a big thing and you have to be able to see like the pockets and all of that because it's a pretty small space. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I played in the back because we played like a 2-2. So I played in the back and I was like the distributor basically. And that's basically like how I see myself in the game too. Like now mm-hmm. with bigger space and 11v11 and stuff like that, I can still see the little inklings of my futsal background Mm. in it too um but yeah i say like technical ability would be like one of my strongest um parts of my game part of part of futsal and part of also like just focusing on those trainings also um outside of okay and now so you are a big time professional now You are a big professional now. Um, um, I, I think I met you when you were like like 14, maybe 15 years old. Um, and your training regiment was kind of crazy to me because I felt like she was doing a lot. So, um, and and I still think that that was like, like, like really good as well. But how much has that changed? Um, yeah, so... I'll just dive deep into like what you mean by a lot because thinking back on it now, it was definitely a lot, but um, I would have like, because I was homeschooled, so I would have like training in the morning, whether it be like lifting or technical training with you, um, I would have that in the morning and then I would have like something in the middle so like if it was lifting in the morning i would have like technical training in the afternoon ish night depending on the time Mm -hmm. and then i would go to team training right after so like sometimes i like made a um not a deal but like made a i had a conversation with my coach and i was like well i'm not getting anything out of practice so i'm gonna come right after warm-up from my other training and I'll jump straight into training because it was like basically a cool down for me from mm. the trainings and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I was like training with you religiously. I was training with Sealy religiously. I was training with EPT, which is like a strength and conditioning, like lifting place. Um, and yeah, all of that was like an everyday thing. Like that was like a strict regimen, like so mm. much going on. And I was, uh, like, jumping between teams also. <laughs> um, I'll always remember, like, this one moment where, um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember this as well, but we was, uh, we went to the field, like, that was behind that really big church, and your muscles were, like, you were dead tired, and, and, and um, we did, like, one drill, like, over and over, and after that, I, I, I was, like, okay, 
um, you got to run like 10 sprints. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, one thing I will say with Cruz, like, I was very, like, blunt about everything. I did not care. If I didn't want to do it, I'd be like, Cruz, what are we doing, dude? <laughs> do you not see me right now? Yeah, but I would end up doing it. Yeah, those friends were crazy. He was just yeah. trying to rough with me. <laughs> those were good times. Those were good times. But yeah. um, so um, let's talk a little bit about you in the NWSL. I mean, obviously, you're one of the youngest players um, in the NWSL right now. Um, how have you adjusted to the high level of play there? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it was definitely a challenge for me um jumping into the pro level um because I was playing I was still playing youth club level I was training with the boys mostly because like the older age groups they just don't care anymore so I was training with the boys and I think that it was still like a pretty big jump and that was something that I was definitely ready for um I I mean I always love a challenge like that's like if you see like my player profile like it literally says that like I need like a challenge like it, yeah. it can't be anything boring yeah. and I was just getting bored so I love playing with the pros I'm like I don't know I just love being challenged every day and being pushed to my limit and growing so much and yeah it's definitely something that I'm enjoying and I'm very grateful to be able to do awesome awesome and um well, you did score three goals. You did score on your debut. I was there in the stadium, turning you on. Um, you scored three goals in seven games for the wave. Um, can you walk us through your experience um, scoring your first goal and then the emotions that you were feeling in that moment? Yeah, so I remember the Chicago game. It was definitely like an eye-opening experience for me because I really only had like a week of training for that game. So like, I I felt like I had like all of the pressing down. I had like all of the tactical stuff down in practice. And then I got out there and I forgot everything. Like I literally <laughs> was just in no man's land the entire like first 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, so I um, definitely, was super excited that game like oh. I was so hyped I was so ready to go yeah. um and it, it was a packed stadium too and I was just like I wonder what she's feeling how she's it was feeling like a, it was like a double header day yeah. like the men played and then all the fans from the men's game would like stay and then we we played so it was definitely super cool playing with one of my you know um one of the players that I grew up watching on the national team and everything Alex Morgan and then also watching or playing against Mallory Pugh and Alyssa Nair and, yeah. and players like that. So it was definitely super cool for me to be like actually on the field with them and in front of my family. And um, yeah, so the goal, I remember Keijo getting a breakaway and then like me being like far on the other side and just kind of like, you need to get in the box. <laughs> and so she, um, is dribbling down. She gets like a one with the goalkeeper, and I was like, "Oh, she's gonna shoot it." And then like she didn't shoot it. She like crossed it over to me, and then I see like two players like come really quick in front of me. So I took a touch, and then I just like tapped it in after. And honestly, if you see like the pictures of the scream, like mm -hmm. that was me. Like if you know me, like that's not me <laughs> at Can all. We? 
Can we break down that goal a little bit though? Because I feel like I feel like not everybody, I think most players would take that shot with like in that situation, most players would take that chance with one touch. You had to take the extra touch to cut across and slip it in. How did you stay so calm in that situation? Um, I think honestly, I've done that like that back post run like a million times. So mm -hmm. I feel like for me, it was just like composing myself was the most important thing instead of just being like, oh my God, I'm about to score. And, <laughs> and just like hitting it as hard as I can. Um, I think just like when I saw those two players like come across really mm -hmm. fast, I was just like, okay, like relax, take a touch and then hit it with your left. And I think it was kind of like something that I just like did out of instinct that it wasn't so much like, like thinking about it because it was really like really really fast so um i think that it was just something that i've done a million times and i yeah. just had to compose myself first and then just like do what i've done a million times and and i feel like i don't know i was prepared for that moment i'll <laughs> be <laughs> it was a surreal moment for all of us and um i think it was your your mom as well was uh, uh she she was I think she was in tears in the in the stands too she was just like oh it's all happening so fast it was it was great it was a great moment man I'm really happy yeah. for you mm -hmm. um so um since you have become a professional have you like experienced any major challenges and how and if you did how did you overcome it um yeah I think I'm just kind of like figuring out myself and like what works for me because like coming in the preseason it's like very like different like you want to come in like in good shape and then like you also like want to have room to grow and stuff mm -hmm. um I think just like figuring out what works for me in the off season is going to help me in the long run for the season and I feel like the veteran players they like know their bodies so well they're like oh I need to start at like training start training at like this date and then like i'll be good like no worries i know exactly what to do mm -hmm. to get myself good and like i feel like me i'm still kind of learning that a little bit and like what works for me and like what i need to work extra hard on because that doesn't come as natural yeah um and what you know doesn't or what i need to like maybe push aside just a little bit just to you know focus on those other parts of training and then still like managing my body because my track record of managing my body isn't the greatest. So <laughs> um, I just really have to focus on just like balancing everything and knowing like what my body needs and like what, you know, again, works for me and what, you know, I can continue to push on and what I need to maybe like hold back on a little. Okay. And has, um, well, you did play and train every day with, um, with one of the best female players in the world, Alex Morgan. Has that made the process easier or harder? Um, I would think for me, I mean, I feel like it's made it a little bit easier, yeah, because, mm. like, I mean, she sets a pretty good example of what a pro looks like. Um, mm. And, I mean, I, I'm next to her all the time. Like, my locker is close to her. Yeah. Um, I'm close to her on the field. Um but like I said, I have like really nothing bad to say about her. Like she's a really great role model, role model for me, especially yeah. coming in, being younger and being new and and everything. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. And now uh, I have a question for you that has to do with mental toughness. I had a player who um, she she said that um, she has a problem with making mistakes in games, and, and then she tries to fix the mistake, and um, and she ends up making more mistakes. Like, how do you go about staying? mentally focused during a game um i think for me it's just like being in the moment and just like being in yourself like i feel mm -hmm. like when you're in front of thirty thousand people and when you're playing with and against like people that you saw growing up it can get very overwhelming and like for me like i just learned to just like enjoy the moment and just be like oh like I deserve to be here and like I'm here for a reason mm -hmm. and just kind of like going along with that and just being like I believe in myself like yeah I'm gonna make mistakes but mm -hmm. like honestly I they could care less as long as you like like are good and you try to win it back and if even if you don't like you made that effort and then we just reorganize because like people are gonna make mistakes like the best of us are gonna make mistakes and you can't escape and it. Yeah. Said, yeah, no, no way. Like like I had a a um postseason meeting with my coach and she was like, I don't care if you lose the ball, like go win it back. Like who cares? And mm -hmm. I was just like, that was definitely eye opening for me. I was like, cause me being a dribbler, I'm like, yeah. but I don't wanna lose the ball, like forever. <laughs> but um but yeah, like I wouldn't worry about the like making mistakes thing like everybody's gonna do that just like learn how to maybe compose yourself and just like believe in yourself and then go at it again like you're only gonna get better from that absolutely i appreciate that yeah um now um you were given a pretty big award uh for last year this year i guess <laughs> i say mm -hmm. um you are the u.s female young player of the year for 2022 what was your initial reaction to to winning this award and how do you plan to build on that success in the future? Um, yeah, obviously I was extremely grateful and and super honored to be put on, uh, to be given the opportunity to even like have that. Um, Cause looking at the list of players and like, those are like people that yeah. I grew up watching, like this is crazy. Um, but yeah, I think that um, I definitely am going to continue to to work and to grow into um, not so much for the like awards and stuff, just because like I hold myself to that standard. You, you know, you know that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we can like just keep going and and striving for more. And um, again, like super grateful for that award and and super happy to be put on that list and. I will not disappoint anybody. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that, girl. Whoever voted for me, thank you. Yeah. You're not going to disappoint. Okay. Yeah, we're going to perform. <laughs> um, so what advice would you have for any young player who is aspiring to become a professional at your level? Yeah. Um, I'd say just like, for me growing up, I always wanted to strive for more. So if something was getting comfortable, I figured out, or my mom really, she figured out things for me to do that would get me to the next level. So whether that was like 
instead of training with my team every week or every day of the week, I would train like every other day with the boys. Mm -hmm. And so I would get that like extra little bit. So I feel like if you feel like you're getting comfortable, then maybe try something new, get something extra or like just dive deep into your game and figure out like what are my not weaknesses, but like lesser strengths and build those up so that your game is just completely full circle. And um, yeah, I would just say like, keep challenging yourself, keep striving for more. And um, getting to the pros is not impossible. You can do it. And um, if you work hard, it's so cliche, but if you work hard, um, you can get there and just believe in yourself. It's cliche, but it's true. It is true. <laughs> it's cliche, but it's true. I'm yeah. not one. <laughs> Worked hard your whole life. <laughs> uh, so what would you say is your goals for the upcoming NWSL season, both individually and as a team? Um, I say individually. I want to be a, a top goal scorer, obviously, because I'm an attacker. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think for the team, we, of course, want to win the shield. We, of course, want to win the championship. Um, That is definitely a goal for our team. Um, I think for me, just, like, making sure I I know my role or whatever role I have in that game. Um, I just, you know, embrace it and and just be a value on the team in different ways. And, and yeah. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so going on to our final question, and I kind of feel like I know the answer to this question a little bit, but <laughs> I'll ask you anyways. Um, okay. Can you share with us something about yourself that the fans might be surprised to learn? First off, Jaden, you can't say food. <laughs> Everybody knows that by now. I Talked about Popeyes one time on an interview, and it was so bad. I I was like, guys, I'm sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, um, something that I don't know. I feel like people know that I'm Blasian. That's a thing. You know what? Now. People huh? know that I'm Blasian. Oh, right. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I what did you think that I was going to say? Um, I thought you was going to have a whole conversation about um how much you love food or something. <laughs> I don't know. People know this already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People know this. Oh my god. And um, um and... something that so oh! Alex Morgan just mentioned me in her story. <laughs> awesome. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what people don't know about me. What? I think that um, you are a pretty open person to life and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I feel open. like I give the people what they want and inside <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I'm actually a goofball. That's what people That's That's one I'm thing a lot of people like, know. Yeah. Especially with this guy. Like, I'm actually a goofball. Mm-hmm. Like, And um, do you remember the last time? They trained, um, um, you were speaking to one of my players and stuff. And yeah. the first, yeah, the first thing, as soon as you left, it was like, 
man, I had no idea she was that cool. <laughs> that cool? <laughs> yeah, she's a had yeah, was, I that's actually, so like, normal. Yeah. Our training actually lasts like three hours because we're yeah. like joking. Like, like the <laughs> yeah. videos don't give it all. Yeah. I mean, like the blooper videos a little bit. Yeah. We have but, a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I'm actually like goofy as heck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I also like getting to know people, like getting to know like I don't want to say my fans, but like my fans, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like uh, I, I like coming to say hi to people and you know have a little combo. So, okay. all right, yeah. so it's time to jump into our flash questions, Jaden. I oh, have a bunch. I have a bunch of questions to ask. It's gonna be really quick. Um, are you ready to get started? Yes. Hold on. Let me fix my hair. It looks crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who would you say is your favorite player? Neymar. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Grass or turf? Grass. Scissors or body fates? Scissors. Favorite meal? That's hard. Anything Asian. <laughs> Anything Asian. Because she's Blasian, guys. Because I'm Blasian. Hello. <laughs> Megs or assist? Megs or assist? Or assist. Assist. Like your sister go. I know that, but I was making sure you said Megs, because I'm thinking goal or assist. Um, Megs or assist? Mm. That's tough. Man. I know that's a tough assist. one. Assist, assist okay. Probably. Neymar or Ronaldinho? Oh. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho? Yeah. yeah. And you, you, what is your favorite holiday? Um, take a guess. <laughs> Christmas? Um, Christmas? No, I, I actually really do like Christmas, but I thought you were going to say Thanksgiving because... Ah, oh, the food. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I... I, <laughs> I should have known like, that I one. I like Christmas because I like giving people gifts. I'm the gift giver. I like... I'm like one of the only cousins that actually give people gifts. <laughs> and um, I think I got two more for you. Your favorite TV show, go. Um, 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 Money Heist. Money Heist. Or Love and Island, UK. Love Island, UK. And uh, what is your top three music genres? Top three music genres? Yeah. Uh, I would say R&B. Um, rap and um afrobeats i need new afrobeats suggestions so guys all i have for the mainstream send mm -hmm. me my dms are open for all afrobeats make sure <laughs> the subject says afrobeats recommendations because uh -huh. i'll open that in about 20 minutes like i got to i'm there we can have a combo after Send me the song. I'm there. Well, Jaden, Jaden, it was really good to have you on the podcast. It's always an, an honor. It's always um, great to talk to you. And it was good to get to know a little bit about you, a, a little bit more about you, I guess. Um, and and we are all looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you because we all know it's going to be bright and we can't wait. Jaden, you are um, a delightful person and Thank you for taking the time to speak to us and 
given us more insight on what you're up to today. Guys, that was the end of the podcast. If you'd like to hit me up, hit me up at Cruise Coaching um, on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, whichever one. Um, you can also find our new Instagram page for the podcast, which is Cruise Coaching Podcast as well, guys. Guys, that's the end. Peace.